0: You're listening to the One Room with a View show with Christopher Preston and Dan Orton. Hello and welcome to the One Room with a View show with myself, Christopher Preston, and Orwad's mightiest hero is Mr. Dan Orton. Thanks, Chris. That was a lovely intro. Talking of intros, what's coming up on the show today, Dan? Marvelous segue, <laughs> your <you're> best
1: yet. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So this podcast is. I mean, it's chock full. We've, chock, it's chock, a chock Just completely stacked. Uh, some film old, some film new. We're looking at uh, Avengers, Age of Ultron, and then um, the first film, Avengers Assemble, or The, the Avengers, Avengers, depending on where you saw it. Or... Yeah, de- depending you yeah, depending on how British you are. Depending on how British you are, depending if you're getting it confused with the 1960s TV series. <laughs> Avengers Assemble. Which, from... imagine,
0: apparently, a lot of people did. <laughs> but that, that's, that's like the UKIP title, though, isn't it? Yeah. Avengers Assemble. <laughs>
1: Yes, so Avengers Assemble came out in 2012, written and directed by Joss Whedon. Starring a long Everyone. list of people, <laughs> starring Hollywood. <laughs> well, we'll go through that list in a bit when we start talking about it. But after that, we've also, we're also I'm going to be reviewing The Duff, which came out earlier this year. That's on some film reloaded. That's yeah, something new. Back. Some film new reloaded.
0: Yeah, we're be, bringing we, it back out of the holster. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, and then we've, we're bringing back Trailer Park because I mean, there's been I don't want to say, I won't say which three trailers there are, but I think any listen regular listeners or anyone listening will know which three which trailers ones we're chosen. talking about. You know, it's been a, a week of. Just incredible trailers. Um, And back by popular demand. (laughs) That's what we'll put in the poster. (laughs) Back by popular demand, which Chris said this. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm really pleased with that. Uh, And then a whole bunch of art stuff as well. We've got loads of stuff. And to finish off the Marvel kind of thing, I'm going to be looking at Daredevil for Netflix. Of course, yes, I forget. Netflix is back. Netflix is back by popular demand. By popular demand. Shall we crack on? (laughs) Let's. Some film old, some film new.
1: Thank you, Chris. No worries. So some film old is Avengers The Avengers. The Avengers. Let's call uh, it The Avengers. The Avengers. Let's give it its proper title. It came out in twenty twelve, written and directed by Joss Whedon, starring Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Slam Poetry, <laughs> Jeremy Renner, Tom Hiddleston, Clark Gregg, Kobe Smolder, Stellan Skarsgård, and of course, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, well done. <laughs> and, and the new one, which came out just uh, last week, Age of Ultron, which yeah. was also
0: written. Which stars most of those, yeah, and with James the With the additional,
1: the addition of, <laughs> in the almost as long list, James Spader, Don Cheadle, Aaron Johnson, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Anthony Mackie, Andy Serkis, Idris Elba, and Claudia I feel Kim. like I should be going pff,
0: pff, 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 underneath like a little... I don't think you should. <laughs> Back by popular demand. <laughs> Good Lord.
1: So yes, it, it, like
0: these so films, much to talk these films about start that.
1: everyone and there's a lot to talk about. I mean, should we try and do a quick sort of spoiler-free review of, the, of this new one? I,
0: I, yeah, I think so. I, think I, I feel it would be a shame to cut out everyone who hasn't seen it now right at the beginning. I, I agree. I think, I think what I'll say is that because of the nature of these conversations, there may be some spoiler uh, spoilers ahead. We're not going to go through the film blow for blow, screenshot by screenshot, but I think... By its very nature of these discussions we may need to open a few bottle tops. Yes. That's so, what I'll I say. mean consider this a fair warning. Fair warning, yeah, yeah. That we won't we won't be spoiling the main beats, but I think we have to go further than blind. Is yes. that fair? I mean, we won't go any further than Marvel's already done so in their endless Well, that's, that's something that I wanted to talk about. I think that's maybe a, a good starting point. Yes. So, there's your fair warning. Now we'll begin. So, obviously, Avengers Age of Ultron is nearing the final chapter of Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We've got Ant-Man left to go. That's the final chapter yeah, of this phase. and then Civil War kicks off Civil phase War ca- three. kicks Phase 3. So, we should know. that These films aren't just part of Zeitgeist. They're kind of the Zeitgeist now, aren't they? <laughs> we they seem to have swallowed up whole cinema. We look forward to them as that we might look forward to the new episodes of something like Breaking Bad. We've now got this show running format that's translated quite quite neatly and hugely successfully over to cinema. Yes. So, Avengers Age of Ultron reunites all of these main heroes for the first time since. Earth's mightiest heroes. Earth's mightiest heroes. I didn't Um, want to get in on your copyright there, Dan. I'm yet to be invited to join the team. (laughs) Civil War. I think me and you were in (laughs) here. If if we're not in this cast, this is anything to go by. (laughs) Exactly. So, this is the first time all of the gang have reunited since. The Avengers from 2012. Yeah, and, and what a re- reunion it is. And um, it feels like a school reunion of sorts. Well, I mean, it, I does, it does start with a party, doesn't it? It, it starts it with, a start with a party. It with an actual sort of reunion of sorts. Yeah, so, and so. Uh, what, a rap party, if you will, for their latest mission. Exactly right. And so, and I liked that. I did like the rap party side of it. With the first kind of shots that we get, uh, and you've seen them in the trailers. Annoyingly, is seeing that uh, the whole gang back together since twenty twelve. Yes, yeah. and going on this mission. And it's no real spoiler to say they're, they're reuniting to tie up the loose ends of the last film. They're going mm. after Loki's scepter. Yes, that yes. yes, saw yes. In the, the beginning feels
1: a lot like a sort of the introduction to a James Bond movie. The kind of sort of quick, sort of action packed intro. Yeah. Before the main event of the of the film. I a, think a pro, that's a really a neat way of saying it. Yeah, really. Yeah. Neat. There, there were sort of. Hints of that, kind of reminiscences of a James Bond movie there, Mm.
0: whether deliberate or not. And, of course, they kind of remix, I suppose, the summer remix of the iconic... Well, one of the u- iconic parts of the Avengers, where you see them all fighting alongside each other for the first time, and it's one long unbroken si- uh, shot. Sorry, yes, well, kind they kind of replicate it. He loves I mean, them, and they you work You can see so well. them in Buffy a lot. They oh, are yes, the, yes. the staple of Buffy episodes he directs. So it's quite nice that he's brought that. And yeah, it was nice. It's like uh, it's like flowers for Valentine's Day. It's something you know <laughs> is coming, but it's still a nice treat when you mm-hmm. get it. So, let's talk about these blasted trailers and advertising, Dan, because that forms one of my biggest gripes, I should say, with Age of Ultron. Yeah, and rightly so. And rightly so, is that we we live in a world of leaks, as no doubt everyone will know from the Sony things and all all of the stuff that's even coming out now. I mean, one of the trailers we'll be speaking about was leaked onto the internet a a day before it was supposed to come out. The Avengers uh, Age of Ultron Original trailer was leaked and purportedly by Hydra. If you remember yes, that kind of yes. thing, but Age of Ultron has spilled out over to the internet, and it's because of Marvel. They really have slapped us it's with been the entrails. A, a never-ending
1: onslaught of trailers and teasers Teases, and character TV spot, spots, TV spots, character posters, character bios, endless, endless stills from the film. You know, you collected it all together,
0: you could piece together the movie, and that's absolutely right. And I think. Because of that, I do think Age of Ultron suffers, and I'll tell you the main reason I think it does, is because this film, maybe as a byproduct of the relentless advertising, feels like the safest film Marvel have put out in this phase, perhaps with the exception of Thor The mm-hmm. Dark World. I think that it, fe- it felt very safe. They don't take any real risks in this, and it feels strange, a juxtaposition, when you refer back to their last film, which was Guardians of the Galaxy, which was Marvel rolling the dice and seeing what happens. This feels like a bizarre follow-up to that. I see your point. I also think that Marvel don't care. <laughs> <laughs> as I, I said know, to you before... They, they,
1: could, they could stick anything on that screen. They're going to get bums on seats. And they're going to get bums on seats. And I will say, now having watched The Avengers and Age of Ultron, that, yeah, there are some very uh, similar strokes in in those films. Nothing, is, as you say, particularly... It's not, I wouldn't say it's
0: risk-averse, but there aren't many huge leaps of, of it's peculiar to think now that three years ago we were watching the avengers unite for the first time and this was the first time anyone had done this in cinematic history yeah and it was a risk i for one i remember doing the radio show with you and thinking this is going to be a car crash this film is going to be a yes nightmare. that many, i mean that that many members of a cast so many big names it's going to be a frothing cocktail of divas ho- trying to hog the, the limelight for as long as they humanly can uh, whedon is going to look like he's he's juggling firebombs is going to be terrible and it wasn't no it wasn't and i will say for Age of voltron that once again he succeeds
1: in juggling it's a fantastic balance that act. the balance the balancing act of, of all these characters i mean and as i said there's an additional like 10 extra characters on here you know which any any, any sane person might say that, that's crazy you can't possibly be thinking of adding more people without getting rid of
0: but he doesn't they're all just in there and it, but it does work and i think that that's Going back to the Avengers, that's the key reason the Avengers work. I wouldn't say that public perception was stacked against it because everyone wanted it to work. Yes, I think everyone everyone was rooting for it. Everyone was rooting for it. Except perhaps Warner Bros. Yeah, apart from Warner Bros. and DC, The Dark Knight Rises, I think, wasn't rooting for it. But we were all kind of hoping... But I, I personally felt like it was going to be a car crash. I Really did, and when I saw it, and it wasn't, and it was such fun. And it was watching a comic book movie presented on the big screen, I loved it, and that's why I think Avengers is really great because it, it takes all of these heroes and so successfully weaves them yes. together. And Aven- I mean, Avengers is such a fun
1: movie, it's just a you, you've got two hours of pure entertainment mm. with thankfully to Whedon, some pretty snappy dialogue. Yeah. Although, actually, I watched it again last night, and I will say that a few of the lines fall a bit flat. Really? There are some bits, I, a little clumsy, a little bit,
0: a little too corny mm. for my liking. Do you think that maybe we're kind of looking at it a little with rose-tinted glasses in some ways then? Maybe we were even looking... Perhaps. I mean, I think I think I enjoyed Age
1: of Ultron so much. I think he improved on the formula. I, I feel he does improve on the formula mm. so much. Yeah,
0: that that maybe the Avengers pales a little bit. I think Age of Ultron manages actually to be funnier than the Avengers. Yes, well, I mean, I mean, there are moments. Yeah, we saw it together. We should say, and it's very, very rare for us to see one of these films together. But the
1: whole cinema, the audience shaking
0: with it was laugh out loud moments, shaking with laughter. Yeah, like really belly laughs. Uh, And it's weird actually because we yes we so so we saw it together. We were privileged enough to go to um, a preview and press slash press screening. I saw it again last night in a mainstream cinema, in a, with a mainstream audience, lots of the jokes fell flat. Really flat. Really? And I was really surprised. Did you still find them funny? I found them really oh, funny. But- and I looked at my friend, and he was shaking with laughter as well, but... By and large, and the cinema was packed. It wasn't kind of there was like me, yeah. him, and someone else in there who's kind of shaking a stick at the screen. <laughs> the cinema was heaving. Where and not- Steve? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Where's Steve? Yeah, exactly. Where's Emotiel? Uh, but Nigel Farage there going. It's called Marvel Avengers: The Age of Ultron. Damn you all! But it's the rest of the screen. It was kind of like there was obviously the main jokes, and uh, this is where I am refraining from spoilers uh, are still here. But some of yeah. the still some of the really good jokes didn't work. Hmm, that's interesting. And yet when we saw it, it was like a hurricane of laughter. Yes, but I mean, that. I mean, well, maybe that, maybe that screening
1: was... was just full of comic book fans.
0: Right, so I will say, and I'll, I'll come out and say it now, I think Age of Ultron is the lesser film. I don't think okay. it gets to be as good as The Avengers. And the reason for that is that I don't feel that it ever, I don't think it ever feels like the event that The Avengers was. I don't think it ever touches the epic nature of it. I did think that it improved with a second view. I'm not saying it's bad, by the way, and I think I'll reflect that in my Bob rating uh, and did reflect it in my Bob rating on, on the review for the site. But um, I don't think it ever manages to get to that event style that the Avengers did. Okay, it, It's well balanced, but I think that there is a kind of question mark as to why they they reunite now. And it can't, I still don't think they've quite got that when... For example, in Iron Man three, the president of the United States he's under threat. There's these huge threats yes. going on. Well, Thor two, The and Thor two dimensions get dimensions ripped, are apart. Being ripped apart. And, you know. The Winter Soldier, the whole of Shield has turned rogue, and yet the Avengers still aren't brought into the yes,
1: mix. Yes, I think they are still ironing out those slight issues with why why wouldn't the yeah. other Avengers come and I think that one to to the help jo- out. one
0: of the joys of the first film is seeing this fractured set of divas, both characters and actors, mm. slowly woven together into a kind of misfit team that actually you know worked. Works. It's one of the reasons that Guardians works as well. To be honest with you, in terms of yes, its uh, yes. structure. This one, because they're the band firing on all cylinders from the first second, yeah. it takes away that epicness a, a little bit of it. I am, I think. I
1: would argue that I, I don't know if it needed to be that epic event that you you were looking for. You might want to. I mean, it... sure, Avengers did mm. Avengers, and, and and Avengers was hyped up to be that, and mm. and it luckily it, it surpassed it. You know, it surpassed the hype. I don't believe that I wouldn't have tried to tell Joss Whedon to make another event, an epic event film. Yeah, but, I suppose you know, you're right. I just take this
0: as this is another film in in this wonderful Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and 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 I think if you take it as another film, because I, I, I think personally in terms yeah. of quality, it is it's on the Winter Soldier yeah. level of quality, which is good, which yeah. is great. Personally, I found it funnier than the first one, definitely, and more action packed, and and more
1: entertaining to watch now that I've watched so I went back and watched the Avengers last night of course and I think comparatively
0: I, I do prefer age of Ultron okay excellent we'll, we'll see that in the, the Bob ratings I think yes. that you're absolutely right in saying the that it is it's still a it's still a great film and it is another great film from Marvel and it is and I think that if you look at it alongside the solo films mm. it it does reach the quality of something like Winter Soldier which I I think is one of the best of the Marvel solo films yeah yeah but the thing that I think that goes against it I think the announcement of phase three really went against this film and I think it's because it removes so much jeopardy from it we know that Captain America and Iron Man are going to get through this and there's a whole sequence that again was in the trailers which is so annoying but there's a part where Iron Man, Tony Stark's Iron Man, turns around and says to uh, to Steve Rogers, Captain America, he says, you know that not all of us are going to get through this. And Captain yeah. America turns around and says, well, I've got no plans for tomorrow night. And it's like, well, you've got plans for next year because yeah. both of you are going to be in Civil your War. your own film. And they announced so much of the cast that it removes that jeopardy. And the other thing is, is that, one thing that we're all incredibly excited for is Infinity War, because mm. Infinity War really promises kind of in a in an under... Well, that's going to presumably wrap everything up. And in an unset way. Seeing, all these
1: little all these little subplots and and little scenes that might, to the uninitiated, feel a little bit jarring in these films. That's very it's heading. All, it's all heading to this one... All roads lead yeah, to Infinity War. Yeah, all roads lead war. to Infinity War. Yeah. And um, I think, mean, you know, you need to sort of accept that there are going to be these kind of odd setup moments so you're just going to have to go Absolutely.
0: And I think that goes against Age of Ultron in the way that it becomes... You've got the Avengers, as you said, was an event, and it had to be an event. Yes. Now, Age of Ultron might not have had to be an event, and and in my opinion, it doesn't feel an event like Avengers does. But the next... Big Avengers <laughs> we've got is going to have to be an event. It's going to have to be Infinity well, if, War. Infinity
1: War is going to. I mean, as I say, that's the uh, climax, the culmination of everything, the culmination of all these things. As Tony Stark says, yeah, this yeah. is <laughs> where
0: uh, this is the road I've set us on. From yeah. Iron Man. Yes.
1: So you're right. I think I feel I don't feel that this one needed to be an event. And if you take if your expectations are there's going to be an event, yeah, I think inevitably you may be a little disappointed.
0: And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much more in the second time I watched it. And I did. Yeah. I must admit. And I don't get me wrong, listener. I really don't want to start. It sound like I'm slagging this film off, or that I hated it, mm. or that I was even disappointed by it because I wasn't. I was with Dan, we were laughing our socks off, we really enjoyed ourselves. Although we, we left in monastic <laughs> silence <Yes>. to <laughs> preserve the integrity. Yes, to try
1: not, we don't want to discuss I mean, listeners, this is the first time Chris
0: and I have ever had this discussion. We have not, we saw it on Monday, and we've not spoken a word about it to each other since. No, not one word. We have purposely avoided each other and mm. gone nowhere near this conversation to try and preserve the integrity of this. I wish Marvel had done the same. <laughs> they got be put in charge of their marketing. <laughs> exactly. My god, the one thing I will say about the, the disappointed me in Age of
1: Ultron was that there were so few surprises. So Absolutely. Few... Imagine seeing the Hulkbuster for yeah. the first there time. There were some that great moments. Mm. There were some wonderful little most of those were I think more the sort of the humorous side of things uh, and there is one sort of uh, unexpected Shocking moment in the in the climactic battle, yeah. which I admittedly did not see coming. <laughs> yeah. Which is I think wing, a running gag. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But other than that, I mean everything. Yeah, I, I still I maintain that Paul
0: Bettany's casting as Vision should have been completely in that we should not have known about. Madness. They should have kept that completely under wraps and it would have been fantastic to have seen that. Can you imagine? It would have been such a wonder to see Veronica slash the Hulkbuster for the first time. would have been a wonder. And I can't help but feel that actually, I think a lot of people who, and this this film hasn't got mixed, I think it has got slightly less acclaim than the first film. I can't help but feel that that would have been dispelled completely had we not had the pouring out of... I mean, I know, I understand
1: in this age of the internet that it is nigh on impossible to keep a lot of things secret and under wraps
0: but there are films but still try that you do. You
1: <laughs> can at least try I mean you put you released a poster yeah if JJ Abrah- Sp-
0: if JJ Abrams can yeah. do it for Star Wars and yeah. Brad Bird seems to have done pretty well with Tomorrowland if people can do it you can do you don't it need to I mean we, they, we don't need this onslaught
1: sort of marketing for goodness sake Marvel we are going to go and see your films trust us mm We'll see them. Look at look what Guardians of the Galaxy made yeah. in terms of box office. No one knew what Guardians of the Galaxy was. About. A I'm raccoon and Earth. a tree? Yeah. <laughs> this is madness. So, it still, like went, yeah, it still exactly. went
0: and And, and so, I think people yeah. are going to run out at Ant-Man as well. I think, I think Ant-Man will do very well, even though they're saying that's going to be the thing that ends Marvel. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm really looking forward to it. Marvel Ant-Man. will not end. They, will not, they might have a couple no. of missteps. They've had missteps, in my opinion, but they're, they're not going to have any, any form of damage until after Infinity War. People will go and see everything until yes. Infinity War. Maybe yeah. we will then hit saturation point. Maybe. Maybe. So. Do you want to go into a few more? Do you want to have a bit more of a spoilerific conversation? now? Yeah, I think we've got. I think if we spend we've the still next kind of like five minutes on things. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um So now we're gonna. Right, you've got. you now this is your proper warning. Yeah. From here on in, spoilers about Age of Ultron. So if you don't want if you haven't seen it. So it's yet, only going to be about five minutes. Yeah, if you haven't if seen you it yet. Skip, come back 20. in again in five minutes. We'll try and put something on the SoundCloud denoting where they end. So spoilers begin
0: now. now you want me to start? Yes. Right, dude. Quicksilver... The biggest thing wrong with Quicksilver was X-Men Days of Future Past coming out last year. The Days of Future <laughs> Past, is it Evan Peters? Yeah, yeah. Easily is, is like a head and shoulders better than Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Which is a good sadly. thing. Sadly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it he's is a good thing. Off. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, <laughs> we should say, he dies in the end. And uh, in my opinion, I saw that coming a mile away. I, thought, I always thought Quicksilver wasn't going to get out of this film. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, fair enough. Maybe it's because he said about six down. lines in the whole <laughs> film. But I thought he was... He was coming out of it. I really thought they'd kill off one of the big. I I I thought
1: Hawkeye was for it. I really did the whole. I mean, I, <laughs> the Hawkeye thing. We need to talk. We need, about to, we the need to talk about Hawkeye and the, the little house on the prairie. <laughs> that, I was going to
0: say, what a title that would be. We need to talk about Hawkeye. <laughs> that's his spin-off movie. Uh, Hawkeye Life on the Farm. Life on the Farm. Yeah, as you said, yeah, the little it's, Hawkeye, it's, on the it's, it's, <laughs> Hawkeye on the very prairie. Hawkeye on the prairie. Very peculiar that, um, and it's clearly, and there is one lovely line there, not big on the mind control. Yes, thing. I mean, I love the fact that I know that uh, there must that. be some negotiations
1: behind the scenes. Jeremy Jerry Renner's like, I'm not doing this unless you so that you, know, the, you know, give Hawkeye some stuff to do. And I love the fact that Hawkeye does get more stuff to do mm-hmm. and he gets a few more he better lines. I think he has um, one of the best lines. He does one of yeah. the like,
0: few of the best lines. Just and before Quicksilver is killed when he when he's contemplating the fact yeah. that you know that like, no one would no, know if no, I shot no, him with an yeah, arrow kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's um, that's a lovely moment.
1: And it's nice to see Jeremy Renner getting a chance to properly a- act. Mm. Rather than just be this sort of... Uh, blue-eyed Yeah, thing. blue-eyed thug. I did enjoy Hawkeye's character development, if you will. Mm. Um, I mentioned we, met, we went that entire 20 minutes before not even discussing James Spader did... as, as Ultron.
0: Unsurprisingly so, a highlight. Absolutely. And he's that that richness of voice. And again, surprisingly funny. He is a child of Tony Stark. Yes. And there has to be that influence because he, he yeah, gets yeah, the yeah, mannerisms yeah. down so perfectly. Mm. And that zingy dialogue, it does lend itself I think as Ultron goes on I wish I wish this film had been longer and there is a purported much longer cut whether or not we'll ever see that just Whedon apparently is not happy with the changes that Disney have made to this Mm. film and it does feel in some parts I do feel like a machete was taken to this Thor's arc feels noticeably choppy, like when he goes off to that pond thing with and yes. Skarsgård. Yes, sure, you that, can that does, see it does fall down. It does fall down there, I think. And be... I think that with, I would like to have seen a longer, more drawn-out version of Ultron because I feel like to, he, he's underserved in the final third of the film where he becomes generic megalomaniac and we go back to Marvel's wonderful trope of something's going to fall out of the sky in the final thing. We've seen it in Avengers, we've yeah. seen it in Guardians of the Galaxy, we saw it in Winter Soldier, we've now seen it in this film. Yes, it feels like. a theme. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't know if it's going to be raining men or cats and dogs or something in Infinity War or just Thanos himself. Some of the Disney's listening to this going, my God, they've got, they've got scripts to Civil War. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm now embroiled in no, the I'm hacking. Just... <laughs> this begins the hacking of Disney. But yeah, I. I, I um, agree, Spader is... You know, Spader's, yeah, he was always going to be.
1: I mean, he, that he's just a joy to watch. Um, and, and, and as I think Kevin Feige said, they, hadn't, they didn't just cast James Spader to do a robot voice. No, no um, he, why would you? I mean, he's just wonderful. What a wonderful, wonderful villain. Yeah. Also, the action sequences, I think are so... There's a definite change in the sort of Choppy kind of amateurish fight scenes of Avengers Assemble, and the more sort of harmonious, almost dance-like as we have in this film. It was it was very you well know, choreographed. It, wasn't it, so well choreographed, everyone sort it. of it's so much more harmonious, and I think that I mean that obviously reflects on the fact that they are now a proper established team. Exactly. Despite Ultron's attempts to tear
0: them apart they work always so beautifully together they do and they've kind of found that rhythm that they needed Avengers, rhythm is the right word rhythm is the river of life isn't it is that, I don't know uh, so <laughs> moving in, on <laughs> in, in, in the Avengers in that final part where they're trying to protect New York and we've got the Battle of New York they begin to organise themselves into yes. a team don't yeah, they yeah. so you've got Captain America and Black Widow on the ground you've got um, the Hulk everywhere the Hulk flying about Hulk smashing everywhere yeah. Thor was on top of the building generating the electricity and the yes. storm isn't he? whereas this film they've kind of they Know that they know where they're going. They know yeah, their foot. It's almost, it's almost instinctive. Because I suppose you have got to think that ultimately, whatever threat that comes along, and they do actually address this situation, is that they are just a team of six, seven people, yeah. and yet they they're often up against ar- well, in both cases, armies, both armies. armies, yeah, armies both, both, and both present thoughts. both. Uh, villains no. present armies and i think that it's very interesting that they tackle that head-on instead of turning around going well captain america is a super soldier so he's like the equivalent of ten thousand men they don't get patronizing or kind of glib in that way do no they? No. so i again i agree yeah, there's with some wonderful i mean yeah i love those actions like i was on the edge of my seat for
1: out of those they were just wonderful to watch and, yeah. you know can we talk about black widow and the hulk
0: yeah i think this will be the final point before yeah, bob's before but yeah. Get, yeah
1: someone mentioned it to me uh, the next day and I'd completely even
0: I, I'd forgotten that that was even a subplot it's that's how much that's how little effect it had. it feels it? very jarring because this film so. is very sexless isn't it like I don't think there's two romances in this film and it's Hawkeye and his 1950s wife, wife. <laughs> his kept woman who he's it got shield to put in the middle of nowhere <laughs> so she's entirely dependent on him and these two kids that are running right around her now three yeah now three yeah nearly they're outnumbered and but apparently uh, Nick Fury in the barn yeah Nick Fury in the the barn, which uh, was just
1: just wonderful, wasn't it? <laughs> Someone oh, said to me, "How long has he been in there? <laughs> just <laughs> waiting for Tony to go in and fix that." Jacket. Every time
0: the barn door opened, for days. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that he was like, "I'm going underground." Where are you going, Hawkeye's farm? Hawkeye's farm, <laughs> yeah, actually. No, that's you probably where it. I'll yeah. go. Yeah. The, um, b- the Barton place, <laughs> the old Barton place. <laughs> then you've got this kind of banner Black Widow subplot, which yes, does feel Natasha, horribly Tash, Natasha and uh, aside from and one Bruce. kind of pulpy bar scene, you have got which is nicely done. That is, I do enjoy it. You know, have got of. this really crowbarred, cold, bizarre romance. I think it's only really brought in, I suppose, as kind of perfunctory development and in order to try and differentiate between Banner and the Hulk, that lullaby sequence there. Yes, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Did feel forgetful. A strange, a strange sort of. Brian bobs. Okay, well... Let's bobs out.
1: The Avengers is still, even though I now think it pales... Into a little, not not completely, but it yeah. was a little with Age of Ultron. It's still a four-bob film for me. I mean, just a, w- a wonderful rollercoaster ride of entertainment and enjoyment and laughs. It's exactly what a blockbuster should be, with a few niggling things which lose it a bob. But you know me, I'm, I'm a little harsh. Uh,
0: so I'm going to say five-bob for the Avengers, and it's purely because I do think that I've watched it so many times now that I think the more you watch it, the more some of that gloss comes off you know you can polish something too much Mm. but it's still pure two and a half hours of enjoyment and I can't still get over and I won't divorce myself from the fact that it was the first time this happened and it shouldn't have been as good as it it was and (laughs) I think it gets five for for exceeding expectations for for being the event it was and I think that when I look back and when people older than us look back and they remember Star Wars coming out and they might remember Jaws or E.T. or all of these kind of films that are so ingrained in our culture I'll think back to the Avengers and, and remember the feelings I saw it then so for me that's there's a five, five bob, bob. yeah i'd like to give it a five
1: uh age of ultron also a four bob film for me another four bob film again some slightly niggling things that i could not as we discussed in that quick spoilerific
0: uh segment i i can't yeah there's just a few things it doesn't doesn't deserve that final bob mm. and i'll look i'll echo exactly what dan said there i'm going to give it a four bob to give it to give this film a three would be such a slap in its, its sacri- face it would be sacrilege and it's because it's so much fun i said in my review if you go in expecting Marvel brand enjoyment this will be the most yeah. fun you'll have in the cinema
1: but I'm just worried because every time we go to one of these big screenings and you do the review for a <laughs> review you always you always savage the movie I'm surprised, <laughs> we do, even, I'm surprised we've we ever been invited. invited
0: back but no uh,
1: I, I, so I, I, I was terrified I was going to hear you say oh it's two too bob <laughs> no certainly <laughs> not four for for bob for, thank and it's God because
0: the, the first one was an event this one is a blockbuster it's still a, as I said in my review it's still a yeah. great blockbuster, but it's not quite the event the last one was. <laughs> some film new, reloaded. Right, okay, some so film reloaded. Some film reloaded. It's been done for
1: ages, yeah. but I saw a film a few weeks ago that you haven't seen. I, I haven't, and it's you know, still a new film, isn't it? It's still out? a new film. It's called The Duff. The Duff. The D U F F, and it's a high school comedy, you know, a sort of mean girls, clueless esque type thing, but yeah. for the uh, Instagram generation. Is it with Anne
0: from Arrested Development as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Mae Whitman is, yeah. is
1: the lead character. Right. She plays Bianca. So it's directed by the Oscar winning Ari Sandel.
0: Was he one of Oscar?
1: He, he won an Oscar in 2006 for West Bank Story. It's the best live-action short film. Okay. It's a comedy musical set in the West Bank. Genius. <laughs> Well-deserved Oscar, I think. Yeah, okay, Just based yeah, so. on that. Have you, have you seen the film itself? No, I haven't seen The West Bank online. Story. Okay. I'm sure it'd be, it'd be interesting to find it now. Yeah. But yeah, so he, but he hasn't done much. So that's pretty much, he's done that. He's won an Oscar and he's done a few other things. But this is his first sort of I think, uh, a feature-length American film. So it stars Mae Whitman, as well as someone called Bella Thorne, who I think is popular amongst Twilight fans. I was going to say, she rings a bell somewhere. Uh, Ken Jeong is in it as well, from ha- from The Hangover, that um, terrifying mm. <laughs> Asian man. Yeah. And Alison Janney, uh, who is always Great. a delight to watch in anything she does. You know, So... It, a quick synopsis, high school senior Bianca decides to reinvent herself after she finds out she is the Duff of her friendship group. And Duff stands for Designated Ugly Fat Friend. <laughs> oh
0: God, that's so awful. <laughs> is it kind of in the vibe of something like Easy A? It looks a bit like it,
1: There is A. There is a vibe, an Easy A vibe in it. Yes. Yeah, so this guy, a friend... Designated it, Ugly Fat Friend. Yeah. Well, though with the caveat that you don't actually have to be ugly or fat. Okay. You just have to be because less... May Whitman is neither. No, exactly. Yeah. You you just have to be less attractive or pop slash popular than your friends. Right. So the idea is that every friendship group has a duff who makes everyone else look a little bit better. So it's the context then. You just happen to be the lowest in the league. Yeah, so you're, I you're, see. Yeah, yeah. You're the, right. you're the yeah the bottom. Yeah. Um. And you make everyone else look a lot better by by association. Wonderful. Um. It's a sad. Am I
0: the duff in our friendship group?
1: I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> so, email in, I, I podcast that it. one room Vote in you. now. <laughs> is Chris the Duff or am I the Duff? Oh dear. <laughs> oh, What other podcasts um,
0: can offer you that? None, obviously. Have I, have I just it's been slot reason. shamed or something? Or is it fat shamed? I don't what? know what it is. I'm, I'm, th- I'm, I'm just ashamed. I'm just ashamed. And so un- is un- David break? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: We'll be off the homepage in days. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, she finds out she's this Duff. And she basically decides, well, no, I'm not going to be the Duff. That's right. ridiculous. And oh, um, she enlists it. the help of the popular jock. She enlists she uh, the Avengers. She <laughs> enlists Tony Stark <laughs> and Co. <laughs> in, in this year's oddest crossover. <laughs> um, so she, she enlists the, the help of popular jock, Wesley, to uh, help reinvent herself, and uh, sort of unduff herself. Yeah. Uh, she goes a, bit, goes a bit crazy and decides to sort of uh, cut her ties with her best friends for years because she's like, I can't believe you've been using me as the Duff. It obviously all transpires there's a huge misunderstanding. The duff is ridiculous and if there's lots of you know lots of lessons to be learned throughout the film about love and friendship and 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 um, absurd uh, inane labels that go you know and how unimportant high school actually is in the long run it's It's predictable, but it is funny That's and, good. and as I said, it feels very much like clueless or or mean Girls for for the Instagram for everyone you know there is a, there is a, a a sort of streak going through about cyberbullying that's touched upon and and sort of the, the power of the internet to, to to bully people in school and how what the adverse effects that can have um and and, and how schools are completely inept at being able to handle social media bullying so no it felt very it felt very sort of on the button and and i was laughing i didn't think i'd like it but i i really did and may whitman is obviously a very talented she's fantastic, she? she's fantastic very, funny, she's yeah. very very funny
0: all i mean the whole cast are hilarious because it does sound a bit like an inverted easy a in that in Easy A Emma Stone's character kind of ends up taking on this character role yes. like she embraces it whereas yeah. it sounds with like this one it's almost a rejection of it
1: is yes. that right that yeah she, that she's like you know what I'm not you know sorry, you call me the Duff I'm not going to be I'm, be, so I'm much not going to be you know, you know, to hell with labels this, this is stupid oh, it sounds good it um, sounds nice yeah a good and entertaining Friday night film I think Bob's I'll give it three okay excellent so I think it's still in the cinema at time of recording I think it's still it? in the cinema now yes that's yeah, that's as, it. Of, as of recording the Duff go see it Time now for Which Chris Said This. There you go. (laughs) I
0: feel like we need one of these. We need a little
1: jingle or something. Some sort of musical interview. (laughs)
0: Podcast at (laughs) OneRoomWithTheView.com.
1: Yes, if you'd like to write jingles for us, (laughs) so I don't have to listen to Chris do it every single month. He's had
0: uh, five years of it now. I think we've been doing the show. Has it been that long? I think it has. My goodness, doesn't time fly.
1: Okay, so you really enjoyed this segment last this time you did it.
0: Can you refresh our list? any new So Which Chris
1: Said This is a little game I like to play with Chris. Where mm. I, I have gathered together three famous Chrises or Christophers. Yeah. And I've got one quote. One of them said it. You have to guess which one it is.
0: And I was so close last time, but I he know, kind of triple-bluffed triple me. I did triple-bluff you. It was great. It was brilliant. It was, it was better than that new Spooks film, from what I hear, In <laughs> that kind of espionage and double They punching. actually have
1: asked me in to do a few punch-ups on the script. For one. <laughs> punch-ups. <laughs> Metaphorically, <laughs> on the script, not actual <laughs> physical punch-ups. you
0: just punching Kit Harington. Yeah. yeah, You know, nothing. Right, OK, so let's go. Take that, it. Peter Firth. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: OK, so here's the quote. Right. <clears throat> I married way out of my pay grade. I have no idea how that happened. And now because of our... Come on, one of the options. (laughs) (laughs) Because of our Avengers sort of theme today and and the fact we're discussing a certain trailer later, your three Chris's are thus. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt or Chris Evans.
0: Obviously the Captain America actor rather than the Radio 2 (laughs) presenter. Yeah, he married (laughs) up his paper, (laughs) didn't he? so, So we've got... So Chris Evans, Captain America, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, Chris Pratt, Star Lord. You got yeah, you got you got Thor, Star Lord, or Captain America. I don't actually know if any of them are. Mar- In fact, actually, Chris Pratt is married to Anna Faris, isn't he? I believe so. The scary, yes, he is. Scary movie actress. Yeah, he is yeah, yeah yeah. Right, okay, that's an interesting one because. I think all three of them, it, it's fair to say all three of them are kind of known purely for those roles now. And I know that Chris Pratt was known before for Parks and Rec. So he was a TV actor and his wife was a film actress. So you would feel there is a kind of discrepancy in pay there. The other two, I don't know if they are married. I don't oh, know. I should say, I mean... Uh, so are all three of them married? They are. At least two of them are married. I'm pretty Actually, sure Chris Hemsworth three. has got kids now, hasn't he? Chris Hemsworth is, is married and, and his wife is Stunningly beautiful. <laughs> okay. <so>, As <laughs> imagine. So he might be. I, I, I don't know if Thor is speaking a metaphor there. I do know he was a TV actor because he was in Home in Hawaii. Chris, mm. I'm going to discount Chris Evans. Straight away, okay, okay, because I think he was he was the human torch before. He's been in a few things. Then he was Captain America. He seems. I mean, like you're, you're taking pay grade
1: literally, aren't you? Here, it could
0: I, just no, mean, I've no. just started looking ah. metaphorically. All oh, right, I thought you were. No, you I'm thinking pay grade in terms of Chris Pratt. I'm thinking metaphorically in terms of Chris Hemsworth. Okay. So I. I mean, if Chris, if Chris Hemsworth is. Talking metaphorically. Maybe I'm giving a little bit more there. I'm still your gonna. The man's a god. <laughs> I'm still gonna go for. I'm gonna go for Chris Pratt. You're going with Chris Pratt? I'm gonna go with Chris Pratt. That's your final answer. That's that's my
1: final answer. Come okay. on. Am I wrong? The answer to the question, to the, to the quote. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so the quote again. It can't be too near. The quote again. I married way out of my pay grade. I have no idea how that happened. The Chris that said this. Was indeed Chris Pratt. Yes, it's one all. Fantastic. <laughs> one all
0: for now. Oh, for now. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Thank you yeah. very much, well I, I enjoyed listening oh, to you. Oh, and watching. champagne as well, Dan. Thank you. I didn't know the budget extended to that. It doesn't. It's not mine. <laughs> Does Dave know? <laughs> Netpicks. Excellent. So that's a that's a double you've got there. That's your you've had your two little yeah. I don't it? like it no you don't no. you do look very uncomfortable doing it it's out I'm of your just, comfort I'm zone just it? it is a bit out of my comfort zone and you're just so darn good at but, them but the listeners love it Dan they're sick of me they love you I'm the duff show, me, show me proof of that <laughs> I'm the duff yes okay so <laughs> right so my net, net picks uh, if you don't remember this or if you're new as a listener this is Dan's kind of baby this uh, this feature and it's where we are both subscribers to to Netflix and yeah. so should you be and what we do is we look through the dross to find the gems so you don't have to essentially is that fair to say I think that is a good uh, some some summary of my them. logline for or, or tagline for for net uh, net picks is we'll make more than your ice cream which i always thought was quite a <laughs> nice <laughs> Little thing. Uh, anyway, Dan's flickering eyeball tells me slightly more. <laughs> so my, my net pick for, for this uh, feature yes. today, in keeping with our Marvel vibe of the Avengers, is Daredevil uh, came out this month. So it came out in April, yes. the beginning. Yes, the 13th they've really. released all the episodes? Absolutely. As, as their custom? In the same way that with Kimmy Schmidt, that you mentioned, Dan, uh, House of Cards, Orange is the New Black this is like Netflix creating their brand isn't it this is their creativity yes
1: they've. They, they're Netflix are doing a very good job of sort of stepping in when when studios broadcasters channels aren't keen on on giving shows a whole season hmm. Netflix comes along and says we'll I'll give you two Yeah, go ahead make which, some shows which make is really show.
0: nice and their, their model is that they release them all in the box set format so you can kind of blitz through them or if you want you can kind of just take little chestnuts of them yes. every week yeah. it's, it's completely up to you I love it uh, so I'm talking about Daredevil, which marks the first in an agreement between Netflix and Marvel to yes, create original. Got four of these, haven't they? Four so yeah, series. it's it's Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and AKA Jessica Jones, which is going to yeah. be. I can't remember what the superhero for that part that is. I can't actually remember any of them, but I know that it's going to culminate in the mini series of the Defenders, which is like their TV version of the yes, Avengers. Yes. So it's all very exciting, and. This is Marvel's kind of first step into being to use the buzzwords that have been around really since I suppose two thousand and five. The dark and gritty superhero that is Daredevil, <laughs> and Daredevil does kind of share more than just those two uh, those two words with Batman. He kind of is say, Marvel's now, Batman. Now is it dark and gritty? It is dark and gritty in its way. It still keeps that Marvel cheekiness about it, but it is certainly the darkest, darkest, and most gritty of the Marvel projects so far, I mm-hmm. think. It's also the most violent and bloody. This isn't something that you could just watch with your children. It is really an adult TV series, and it's catering for that. It's not catering for your younger Marvel generation that might be enjoying Avengers Age of Ultron this weekend. So Daredevil stars Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, who, who goes on to become Daredevil. It's not an origin story, funnily enough, or if it is, it's a very skew-whiff origin Right, story. so is he, we, do we just sort of go straight in and he's already... So Matt Murdock bath- still operates as a vigilante of sorts. He hasn't quite become Daredevil in the way that we know him. He isn't the iconic character yet, but he's well on his way. It's not like he discovers a mask or he has this kind of revelation about Daredevils or something like that <laughs> right, in episode yeah. one. You know, <laughs> It is how he becomes, but he's still very much ingrained in Hell's Kitchen, where the whole series uh, goes yes. on. Because, of course, the the, the premise is that
1: it's part of the MCU. It is absolutely so. This is set post Chitauri
0: uh, incident. They keep, they call it the incident, right? Yeah. So the attack on New York, Hell's Kitchen, has been obliterated by the alien attack. and that's a lovely turn. So Hell's Kitchen is kind of debris and mess, and the infrastructure has been sent to hell essentially by the Chitauri invasion. Yeah, which has led this this uh, this character Wilson Fisk this very shadowy man who mm. who is Kingpin, if you know Daredevil lore at all, um, played beautifully by Vincent D'Onofrio, like a fantastic uh, uh, actor, like a real actor's actor, yes. and brings a real gravitas to Kingpin. I'd go as far as to say that he might be the best MCU villain to date. I think he might even just pip Loki. Um, what about James Spader? I think he might just pip him as <laughs> oh, well. Wow, I think wow. he's fantastic. And he's, he's the most human of the villains, and that's why.
1: Yes, yeah. because Kingpin
0: doesn't have he's not a a supervillain he's not no absolutely not he's he's, he's kind of a mob boss in his own way he's He's, a self-created he's a self-created mob boss and this human human approach really to the whole Marvel universe is what I think is refreshing is that they do make them very human characters they have got foibles they have got shrinks they've got Ego and and mm. um, uh, and human failings, and I, what I love about Daredevil is that in a lot of episodes he gets his ass handed to him. He gets, you know, he's a blind. Yes. A, we a should blind say man. if you don't know, Matt Murdock is blinded when he's younger, and uh, it's involved in this car accident where chemicals go into his eyes, robs him of his eyesight, but gives him these gifts of enhanced senses. Yes, he's able to enhance his other uh, other senses to to his advantage yeah he essentially becomes ninja-esque in that way and we don't worry too much about this batman begins uh R- raza or we do have an episode that's very similar to batman begins where it goes back in time a little but drew goddard and his team are, are fairly unconcerned with that refreshingly so charlie cox is wonderful perfectly cast and as i said i do like the fact that i think drew goddard said when they were talking about maybe if daredevil uh, no if um if any of the cinematic heroes could end up in daredevil and he said no he said, because we want to differentiate and it's because those are like the gods. And right. if you think about it, he said, you know, that me and you are sat together now in this room and we live in the world. And so does Brad Pitt. But how many times has Brad Pitt turned up at your door? How many times have you shared <laughs> coffee with him? And he said, you know, Fair Brad enough. Pitt's out there, yeah. but you don't ever see him. And he went, that's what I want to. That's why, how I want to differentiate that Captain America and Thor and Iron Man and Hawkeye and Black Widow and the Hulk will save the world. Daredevil will save the neighbourhood. And that really is the spine in Daredevil. And it's fantastic. And I love okay, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've got these two very human characters. Wilson Fisk, who, who is Kingpin. Matt Murdock, who is Daredevil. And the series is one whole arc. It's been picked up for a second season, thankfully. And it will also tie into the other series as well as The Defenders. It's just... Um, it's just... A, it's. It's just a joy of of Netflix to kind of blitz through. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like the fact that it wasn't overwhelmed and drowned by the MCU references. There are enough to have Easter eggs without it kind Mm. of being there. By the way, you know this is about the Avengers, don't you? It's, (laughs) It's kind of refreshing. But everything is so well cast. The episode two provides a fight sequence which really is on an old boy style level really It, it kind of is reminiscent of something you might have seen in the raid or the raid sequel wonderfully choreographed it never quite reaches something like breaking bad or true detective or even house of cards from netflix but it's just binge worthy enjoyment that bears if you excuse the pun to do more than be perfunctory i expected it just to be another agent of shield um kind of debacle which i must admit i fell out after after one episode and i couldn't get on with gotham i kind of tried to watch a bit of is it green arrow and the flash which actually people really enjoy it but i can't get into i felt it was going to be more on those levels and it refreshingly wasn't i blitzed through it very quickly over the easter break and i implore you to watch it Completely free, 13 episodes, and uh, as I said, it's going to have a second season, and The Defenders later on. I'll check it out and get back to you. In a trailer park. So that's that's not going to stay We're forever. still working on that That's one. That's tinkering. This is a trailer... I don't think we've ever done this for this show. We used to do a radio show, as long-term listeners will know, we, uh, in which we did a feature called Trailer Park, where we would look at if there was particularly big trailers coming out. And to be honest with you, Dan, have we ever had a week where so many I don't think we've had trailers? a week like this in years. No, I can't remember. It's very exciting. So the, please regale us, Chris, with the three trailers that are, are out. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be specifically looking at today the Jurassic World trailer... The Batman v Superman trailer, or teaser really, Mm. and we're going to be looking at the second teaser slash trailer, of course, for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Never heard of it. Never heard of any of them. Don't know why we're bothering. How how, how have we it's got to? Small this stage? independent films. I can't I can't believe it. Like the nerd in me is so buzzing with excitement. You could like Canary Wolf on the excitement that I feel <laughs> at the moment. We <laughs> live in an age where we can talk where we can dare to discuss in the same week Batman v. Superman coming together, another instalment for the Jurassic Park series, and a brand spanking new on what looks to be a fantastic Star Wars film. We are so privileged, so privileged. How do you want to start? Well, uh, should we go with Jurassic World? I think so. I think that that's the so, most natural start. So this is the second trailer. This is international. Yeah, and you, international... you kind of like these films, kind kind of. I, I have a, you I have a think, I soft spot I've for I've seen him. them once or 50 <laughs> times. <laughs>
1: a day for <laughs> the, the last 10 years. years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so as regular listeners will know, I'm a huge fan of the original Jurassic Park film, and to a lesser extent, the two sequels. Um, but, but Jurassic Park will ha- always has a fond place in my heart and yeah. always will do. I think you've have- <laughs> your heart. That's yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Spielberg's. <laughs> that's what
0: keeps Bat Dan alive, <laughs> <laughs> his love for Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, if you if you haven't read it already, do go and check out my uh, love letter to Jurassic Park on the, uh, on the One Room With A View blog. So and go know. back,
0: <laughs> nice little blog. plug, and if you're going to have one, don't forget to check his episode where he bungs it up on the shelf as well, one of our earlier episodes.
1: Yes, of course, it's on the shelf. We haven't done the shelf for a while. No, we'll bring that but back. Let's back to the point at hand which is the Jurassic World trailer this film i, I i'm so excited about this movie mm. and what i mean that, that trailer it really looks like it's captured the spirit of the original and and that's
0: what we want with these yes. and that's I mean, what i've always, always been worried
1: I've been worried about like will it work will it be i mean so as i say the the, the lost world and jurassic park 3 were a little disappointing mm. in the sense that I think they weren't as they weren't as good. They, weren't, they didn't yeah. build on what Jurassic Park achieved at all. They, they just, kind of remixed. They it, weren't they just might. they just cashed in on the on the popularity of it. This doesn't feel so much like I mean it did feel like it might be a cash-in, although that seems odd twenty odd years later. But it doesn't. It seems like the yeah the the, the, the team, the creative team behind it do seem properly invested in, you know, building on what Jurassic Park, what Spielberg and, and his team achieved back in ninety three. And 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 sort of bringing that to a new generation of film goers. Agreed. And this trailer, like the first trailer was very good. Right, you know, at the very end of that first trailer, where they play the very sort of um, minimalist Jurassic Park main theme by you know John Williams, this wonderful theme. And now we've got this, which is so much, which is like properly action packed, and you're getting some few shots of of devastation. And it does perhaps give a little too much of the plot away. But I mean, but it's not like but totally it's not like, Genesis but it's not like a, you know, there's no secret as to how a Jurassic Park film is going to work. It's going to be dinosaurs. There's to going to be dinosaurs. There's going to be carnage. Yeah. You know, this is going to this is going to going to go wrong. I like the fact that there's... I can't remember his name, but the, the one of the scientists from the original film is back. Yeah, uh, as like the head scientist, and you can't think, or wonder what were you thinking, man? <laughs> you saw what happened
0: last <laughs> yeah, exactly, time. Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It's like the bloke who. Design, Run, you it's like the bloke decide like the Hindenburg, getting a, like having another go. It's like yeah. no, you don't get a second chance. you really blown I mean, it. Quite incredible. Uh, so I don't know what your th- I mean. I don't know. I loved it. What I, are your thoughts? Well, it's funny because we were speaking about how things are ruined by the internet and things like Avengers and stuff like that. It spills out all over the shop. I actually managed to avoid the trailer until I saw it last night with uh, Avengers. And it was so nice to see it on the big screen, because oh, right, we're kind yes. of robbed of that. Yeah, we are. Like, yes, You know, yeah. we watch most of the trailers off smartphones or on laptops, etc. So it's really lovely to actually see a trailer for the first time on the big screen. I loved it. Yeah, really excited for it. Looks like they've got the tone just right. Mm. And it's like throwing a dart at a tonal ball, isn't it? And <laughs> yes. you really have to land on the ball's in, in a dark room. <laughs> in a dark room, yeah. And it's Matt Murdoch throwing yeah. it as well. So <laughs> it's you have to be fantastic to get that tone right. And I, I am quietly optimistic for it. Quite yes. optimistic. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, it has. I, I I have a few little yeah doubts, but this trailer is 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 is. As a side note, I did think it was kind of peculiar. Joss Whedon has kind of come out against it because he said there's this level of 70s sexism that seems to be in one of the clips that are shown. Ah, yes, this... this like they, Mary Sue kind of nature. They, they, they've, uh, I thought yeah. that, that was bloody rich for someone who's kind of squirreled Hawkeye's wife away in, you know. Yes, yeah, so it has a scene with uh, Mark
1: Ruffalo falling into Scarlett Johansson's <laughs> breasts. breasts. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> and and don't Don't sort of oh, sorry. But yeah, quite a bit. No, there is like, that. Yes, like,
1: I know the clip he's talking about, but I mean, let us err on the side of caution
0: and assume that you know, these characters will develop. And the fact that <laughs> if, we've If he got, comes across as a sort of... When, when did the last one come out? It's like nearly 20 years ago, wasn't it? Even yeah, 93. Then. Yeah, so that's the first one. When did the last one come out? Oh, uh, 15 years ago, something like that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure... It was Classic like, part three might have been early noughties. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully we're bringing it back into the limelight at the right time. No, really, I mean, I can't wait for June. So talking about things that haven't really hung around in rebooting and throwing back out, let's talk Batman v Superman. <laughs> so uh, as anyone will know, anyone who knows me and certainly followed the earlier uh, the earlier shows, I am a Batman nut. Uh, Batman is my favourite probably my favourite fictional character of all time Certainly, my he's favorite actually favorite dressed character. as Batman now <laughs> shut <laughs> just, up that's my identity <laughs> blown bloody <Every>, hell <laughs> every month he comes around he's dressed tell <laughs> me Dan do Dark you Man. bleed <laughs> you will <laughs> my ears mate <my> <laughs> <laughs> that's true enough I think, I think you've got a lot of sympathisers so when I first saw it I, I didn't watch the pirated one that kind of went over the internet because what's the point what's, in, what's the point in watching a two minute teaser in a grainy camera pirate way I waited good on Zack Snyder he wasn't happy that the pirated version went out but he did rally against it by releasing as Marvel did he released the HD version on his Twitter feed and as it did I watched it First time I watched it, I was a bit like, hmm, reservations, have got reservations about it. It looks like your typical, typical Snyder film. It looks like something 300 or Watchmen. Oh, it looks so, it's so Snyder. Much more so than Man of Steel, at least at this point. And I don't know how much of this teaser will end up... Well, I mean, that's in... how Snyder uh, fooled me the first time. Yeah, exactly. Steel. It isn't didn't look like a Snyder film. Well, it looked like a Christopher Nolan film, And didn't then it, it was a
1: Snyder uh, film.
0: Yeah, and now that we've got... This, I must admit, aesthetically, this film worries me. And because Snyder's aesthetic seemed to be so intrinsic with his approach to the film, and it is a little style over substance, it did kind of worry me. and As I said with the Spider-Man reboot, rebooting these characters so quickly... I don't know. Fortunately, it looks like they're going in a completely different way, and I do quite like the almost thuggish. I'm I'm really looking forward to Affleck's Batman. I have been since. I mean, I know
1: that he had he had many many detractors when it was announced. But as I think I I said at the time, you know what? People weren't sure on Heath Ledger, when he was was announced as Daniel Craig's Bond. So many. You know, there's always going to be this a a faction of people who don't like the idea, never going to be happy. But I, you know, I, I'm willing to give Affleck the benefit of the doubt, and yes, the look of Batman looks
0: really, really, very interesting. I completely, uh, am thoroughly behind the idea that this is the best bat suit that we've ever had. For Batman. Mm. I think it looks the closest to the comic book that I know. He looks, I mean, he's built in this film. It's huge. Like he's intimidating. Seeing that kind of bat skull that, you know, you've got for the cowl. If you see Ben Affleck's Batman walking down the alleyway, he is someone to fear. And that, that the idea of Batman being a symbol of fear and kind of going through the street street thugs and being someone to worry about i think they've captured that perfectly i don't understand i saw a tweet that was fantastic earlier before like 1997 people rallied against batman because he wasn't dark enough in 2005 they were like they finally got batman he's dark 2015 he's not dark. he's too dark dark. and it's and you know it's a batman film make it pitch black (laughs) i don't like the idea that superman gets thrown in with the tar he, Superman has always been a symbol of hope and I know we might be getting into like fanboy kind of conversations here but yes. they, th- for this to work and to have a versus film or V film now they've dropped the S Batman v Superman you have to have the darkness the pitch black nature of Batman and you've got to have the lightness and the hopefulness of Superman mm-hmm. clashing but against Superman him. is so negatively betrayed in this trailer yeah you, one would almost think I, I think that both of them could end up be, you could see them both as villains in there in well, the library as I,
1: as I think I've said before the, the the twist is, of course,
0: they both lose and have to spend the next twenty six movies hanging out with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason Momoa is like oh, all <laughs> that. Yeah. So I must admit, the first time I watched it, I was a little bit underwhelmed. I have watched it several times since, and the more I watch it, the more I'm kind of like actually think it could work. Mm. And There's, doesn't and doesn't Jeremy Irons have a wonderful voiceover? In that? Best line of the entire <laughs> teaser: the uh, the fear, the rage, yes. the powerlessness. It makes wonderful. good men cruel. Really wonderful. If you haven't seen it. I don't know how not seen as it was being released was say, in pirated yes. and non-pirated version, but do um, check that out. Also, if you have a chance, there's a wonderful video going on around at the
1: moment of someone has color corrected Man of Steel. I saw that to last night. More hopeful, and it looked brilliant though. It does look it? really it looks good.
0: Really gorgeous piece. So uh, have a, do watch that if you want to. If you want to laugh. Final trailer, Dan. Uh, what was it called? False or, or something? I don't know. Star, Star, something. Star, Star, Battles. Star. Star Battles. Star Battles. The Force falls back to Star, sleep. Star Trek. <laughs> right. All joking aside. I can understand why people wept in just pure pleasure for this trailer. Like this this was two minutes of just just nostalgic joy. I'll say now, I didn't weep. I didn't cry, <laughs> I must admit, but I did have a kind of lump in my throat at the end. And I was kind of like I, I do I'm alright, so the sceptical side of me, the cynic in me, says, I love the fact that these teasers so far, have given nothing away, and it's just been there. Like, I promise, this is a Star Wars film. That's what it seems to <laughs> yes. be. It seems to be an unbearable. Yeah. It seems to be a, a, an unspoken promise between J.J. Abrams and the fan base of like holding their hands, going, yeah. "I promise you, this is a Star, film. Is Look, Star Wars film." Look, there's John Williams' music. Yeah. There's Tatooine. There's this. There's that. Mm. But the other side of me thinks, "Good on him," because I don't know what the hell this film's going to be about. No, no, there's not a, not a clue. which is brilliant. Which is brilliant. Sort of, exactly we've say.
1: touched on this before. You know, the Star Wars trailer is exactly what trailers should be. Mm. You shouldn't. It just have, gives you a flavour, you know, not the meal. Yeah,
0: that's a very nice way of putting it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really tell you more. It was a joy to see Chewie and Han back together. Yes. Um, yeah. like my favorite Wonderful. shot. Wonderful. I mean, people are forgetting Mark Hamill's voiceover in this bit, yeah. I think, but that was also really. My great. favorite shot was like the kind of melted, uh, kind of shell of Darth Vader's. Skull yes, that piece. was interesting. Yeah. Wonderful. I just just can't. wait. So many questions. So many questions. And we'll just get more questions as, as the closer we get to December. And that's what I want. And the answers will come in December. We will definitely. I promise you now. This is like my my very spoken JJ. <laughs> friends, I promise you, we'll be speaking about this film come December. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Housekeeping. Don't have a jingle for that, Dan. Never have. Never will. Never will. No. But it's how, how we always end the show. This is it's how, it's how things are done. Exactly. Why, why uh, you know if it ain't broke, why fix it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eyebrows firmly raised. <laughs> so, one room with a view.com are lovely enough, uh, generous enough to host this podcast. So if you know, uh, if, you, if this is the first kind of association you've had with the website, this podcast, make sure that you check out oneroomwithaview.com. It's a blog. It's a film blog. We do reviews in a hundred words. We do features in slightly more than. Yes, and what a bunch of features they are!
1: Yeah, always and,
0: very enjoyable. And now we've got this stewardish uh, stewardship. We've got review editors and we've got feature editors. There's so much good. It's like, like it's, all very, poor, it's all getting very it's all getting very slick now. It's very slick, and we really are. And the we're still of, here. <laughs> we are the, still the duff of one room with a view. I mean, both of us. I don't yes, know the about the podcast that.
1: collectively is the, is duff, the duff of the duff. one room with a view please tune in next yeah, week yeah please click subscribe um, you can actually I believe we are on homepage now we are on the all homepage all
0: the podcasts are available on SoundCloud and can be Listen to via the homepage of yep. one room if you're listening to us on itunes do click subscribe we are a monthly podcast we will be back next month uh, <laughs> pending the editors say so <laughs> yeah we, we, we're kind of on a rolling pending contract, negotiation don't we? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, features wise we've got loads and loads of bits coming out now and a lot of it looks at the mcu so if you're kind of you know your appetite has been wet by our review then do check out someone's looked at the the economy of the mcu and like do they? I think a lot of the conversation yes. in the future. Short
1: of having a conversation with Joss Whedon, and Stan
0: Lee. Yeah. One room of a view is the
1: is, the, know, place to is be. the place to go for your MCU fix.
0: We are going to finish Dan's challenge, long term listeners. Oh, if you have any further, I think Dan's actually got a challenge, I have a challenge to give up me. my sleeve for you. Yes. Excellent. So if you, if you want to challenge both of us or you want to get in touch, our shiny new email address is podcast at one at one room com. Yes. You can follow us at one room with a view. Yeah. That's numerical one. Yeah. You can follow you at Mr. Walton, Mister Walton. M I S T E R. I'm at the Prestonite. And like us on Facebook. Yes. Other than that, we'll see you next month. Yeah, can't wait. Cheerio. You're listening to the One Room with a View show with Christopher Preston and Dan Orton.